0: Welcome to this time of prayer and reflection on Sunday the 10th of January 2021 on the occasion of the festival of the baptism of Christ. Let us pray. Praise God who made heaven and earth whose promise endures forever. Thank you God for your love in all creation especially for your gift of water to sustain, refresh and cleanse all life Thank you for your covenant with your people Israel. Through the Red Sea waters, you led them to freedom in the Promised Land. In the waters of the Jordan, your Son was baptized by John and anointed with the Holy Spirit. Through the deep waters of death, Jesus fulfilled his baptism. He died to set us free and was raised to be exalted Lord of all. Christ baptizes us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Come, Holy Spirit. Refresh and renew us today. Amen. So we listen now to the hymn I heard the voice of Jesus say. reading from Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And now some words from Psalm 29. Ascribe to the Lord, you powers of heaven. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the honour due to his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters, the God of glory thunders. The Lord is upon the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is mighty in operation. The voice of the Lord is a glorious voice. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedar trees. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord splits the flash of lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the oak trees writhe and strips the forests bare. In his temple all cry glory. The Lord sits enthroned above the water flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king for forevermore. The Lord shall give strength to his people. The Lord shall give his people the blessing of peace. Amen. And now we're reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter one, beginning at verse 4. John the Baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, and people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptised you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. In those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. This is the Gospel of the Lord. We draw from Deep Wells, a talk for the 10th of January 2021, the Festival of the Baptism of Christ. Since Christmas I've been reading a heavyweight book, heavy in size I mean, not in content, 370 pages, over 500 photos, 50,000 words, which I found fascinating because it's reconnected me to a strand in my life which I thought was long past, but it turns out still means a great deal to me. It's the 125-year history of Marine Football Club, who, if you follow the local news, will know are the North Liverpool team from the Northern Premier League Division 1 Northwest, the same league as Clitheroe and Kendall Town play in, who this afternoon are hosting in their tiny Crosby ground the mighty and glamorous Tottenham Hotspur in the third round of the FA Cup. Even just saying that fills me with emotion, for I watched Marine for many years, from the age of about 11 till I was well into my 40s on and off, and throughout my teenaged years, that was every week at home and sometimes away. There's a picture of me in the book, in the crowd, celebrating a marine goal, all gangly arms and long hair. Now, in these serious and sobering times, soccer might be dismissed as being not weighty enough a subject. And at the start of the first lockdown last March, Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp sagely put things in perspective by describing football as being the most important of the least important things. But in reading the Marine book and reconnecting with old friends over the Spurs game, I reckon i found that my rekindled enthusiasm for all things Marine is not just escapism or nostalgia. It's about family who nurture us, for it was my grandad Cyril Davis who introduced me to that club as a youngster And we bonded on those terraces more than we did anywhere else. It's about community, which extends us. As you will well know, if you've ever been part of a small sports club, where the players and supporters and directors are all on first name terms and all work together to do what's needed to keep the organisation afloat. It's about friendships, which add substantially to our sense of well-being, Friendships with people who we can be ourselves with, in fact, have to be ourselves with, for they know us too well for us to pretend otherwise. Friendships of the sort that last a lifetime, that may come and go, but are always fundamentally there. And it's also about having a sense of place, of belonging, of somewhere you know is your heart's home community is at the core of football and with it notions of identity and place, says the writer on football culture Martin Cloak. We draw from deep wells. Sometimes we forget, but in times like these, times when we may be feeling vulnerable, alone, misplaced, insecure, When life's certainties are being challenged by circumstances we can't control, it's good to remind ourselves of the deep wells from which we draw. We draw from deep wells. Each of us has our family history, the stories of those who've nurtured us and how we've matured through our relationships with them. Each have been formed in community extended by our involvement with others in common tasks and mutual interests. Each have our friendships, which has given us our sense of value in the eyes of others. And most of us, too, have a sense of place, a home where our heart is. In these times when we are physically distanced from many of these people or places, it might help for us to take time Each day to draw from them again, to spend time on the phone or writing a letter or revisiting old photographs or books or films which remind us of them. For by bringing these people, places, things to the surface and contemplating their significance to us, we may help restore in ourselves a peace of mind, a sense of self and of well-being Of all the deep wells from which we, in our particular faith tradition, draw, one of the deepest is the waters of our baptism. Those who have been baptised are blessed from time to time when reminding ourselves of what this means. The family which our baptism connects us into, the family of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, to whom we intimately belong The community of faith, the church in all its forms, including those brothers and sisters for whom baptism is not such a key thing, but with whom we practice a spiritual life by sharing in those acts of worship which sustain us. And within that community of faith, there's our friendships with those who especially affirm, encourage, and understand us. These are all deep wells from which the baptized may draw. There is also our sense of place, those churches, cathedrals, chapels, or places in nature or the built environment where we especially feel closer to God and our sense of ourselves. We may be unable to visit them just now, but at any time we may bring them to our hearts surface as we prayerfully seek God's renewing in our lives. One deep well on which I draw is my friendship with two spiritual elders with whom I worked for a season in my life and whose valuable soul friendship continued on afterwards. From them, I learned to value the idea that most people know most of what we need to know about God already. We don't need new information, but we do need encouragement and confidence to trust our own instincts Henry and Roy edited a book about this called The God You Already Know, in which they say that we believe that if we pay attention, life will teach us most else that we need to know. God's creation is good and life is basically friendly and can be trusted. We acknowledge that sometimes we get things wrong or that bad things sometimes happen to us. But we believe that when either of those things does happen, then under God, we can learn something from it and grow. God is not, in our experience, a punishing God, but a loving God. God's creation is basically good. And we, as a part of that creation, are basically good too, at least in God's eyes. Their message is that we can, for the most part, trust ourselves our deepest desires and instincts, and with the support of a faith community and a modest degree of self-discipline in prayer, we can draw on the deep wells which are the resources life has given us. Is now a time when you feel you'd benefit from doing this? May God guide and bless you if you do. Those who have been baptised in the tradition of the church might like to take this occasion to consider the significance of that baptism and and to reaffirm our baptism vows. And those of us who may not have been baptised might like to share in this prayer also a prayer of commitment to following the way of Christ in our lives. So let us pray. Those who are baptised are called to worship and serve God. From the beginning, believers have continued in the Apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in the prayers. I will commit myself to this life with God's help. Through God's grace, I will forgive others as I am forgiven. I will seek to love my neighbour as myself and strive for peace and justice I will accept the cost of following Jesus Christ in my daily life and work with the whole church. I will proclaim by word and action the good news of God in Christ. Amen. As we continue in prayer, let us pray particularly today with the Worldwide Anglican Church for the Anglican Church in Oteraria, New Zealand and Polynesia. We pray for um, all those who are in ill health and particularly at this time of the great prevalence of the coronavirus in our own country and overseas. We pray for all those who have died through the coronavirus and those who are critically ill at this time for their families and for the medical staff seeking to bring healing help, comfort to all for whom they care. We pray especially for those who we know who have been affected by this virus most directly. Those who have died and those who have lost loved ones. And for everyone whose lives have been changed by this pandemic, as we seek to continue to walk the way of Christ, to draw on the deep wells of life and faith which God has given us, help us to share that light of Christ with others, that they too may know the comfort and the the blessing of Christ at this time. And so we pray for those we know who are in ill health, for Eric Mason, Jane Lodge, George Greenbank, Robert Hurd, Joan Robson, Sue Mann and others who we think of today. we remember those who have died in the love and the faith of Christ, particularly Gordon James and Doris Child and others who we remember. As we give thanks for their good lives, we pray that God would help us to continue to walk in his ways through our lives and to look forward to a day when we will be reunited with all those whom we have loved and lost in heaven and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Eternal Father, who at the baptism of Jesus revealed him to be your Son, anointing him with the Holy Spirit, grant to us who are born again by water and the Spirit. That we may be faithful to our calling as your adopted children through Jesus Christ your Son our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen How firm
1: a foundation ye of the Lord it unto Jesus for He calls me to know. Vision shall be lights of
0: Blessing. God of mercy and love, new birth by water and the spirit is your gift, a gift that none can take away. Grant that your servants may grow into the fullness of the stature of Christ, fill them with the joy of your presence, increase in them the fruit of your spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of love, patience and gentleness, the spirit of wonder and true holiness. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with you now and remain with you always. Amen.